All right, guys and gals, welcome back to another episode of the Football Lab Podcast. As always, I'm Corey, joined by Jared and Adam, and week zero is in the books. And Nebraska is dead. Nebraska is exactly who we thought they were. They're worse than what we thought. Actually, no, they're exactly – they are still the greatest 3-9 and nine team of all time. And Dude, the best. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it could not have ended better. It could have. There is no team in the history of college football that is better at snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. I mean, yeah. college football's back. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I man, I don't understand how Scott Frost still has a job. Well, we'll get to Scott Frost. We'll yeah, get, we'll get to we'll it. Get Let's to just run through the headlines. We'll get to it. Uh, I mean, really the only like big story I saw this weekend was uh, whatever's going on at FAMU because they are a nightmare apparently. Um, they were missing like 20-something players for the game before UNC. They almost didn't get on the flight. They pinned an open letter to the you know president of the university with all these demands. It, it, it's, it's rough. What were they demanding? To like have their paperwork filed on time and like, get like some actual resources so they can focus on being student athletes. I mean, it's you went to a, you you're in that division for a reason. You know, you chose to go to that school. So, I mean, there's that side of it, too. But I don't think what they're asking for is outrageous. Yeah, they didn't ask for, like, a ton of cash or something. They're just asking for the ability to be able to do both. To, to there's only one, there's like one compliance person for, like, 300 athletes. So they're, And they were getting, like, bad advice on classes to take. So a lot of them were academically like, – academic, were ineligible for academics. Uh, some of them were uh, academically ineligible because the paperwork hadn't even been filed. Right. Which is, right. what do you do? Like, your grades are fine, but the paperwork's not through, so you just can't pull Yeah, they, they like couldn't get their transcripts through and stuff. I mean, it's it's a mess. Um, Somebody suggested the NCAA should step in, and then they're like, oh, wait, never mind. They can't. They won't get anything done. Yeah, it's an interesting story to start the season. At least they hey. exist. This is the like, one-year anniversary of uh, Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> yeah, I saw that today. Um Here's another like a point to the FAMU though. They get UNC gave up 24 points to them. I watched that game. Fam, you came to play. I, I know, but I felt like that game said a lot more about UNC, and it's not in a good way. Oh, Didn't UNC sure. almost uh, had that big upset? Was it against Clemson? Yeah, they failed the two point conversion. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Georgia Tech. You're thinking of Georgia Tech. No, I think it was UNC too. Both of them did that to Clemson. I'm pretty sure the USC game it came down to like the last play. So did the Georgia I'm Tech game. Almost positive. Yeah, I think they went for two. The Georgia Tech game was bad because Georgia Tech was hot garbage last year. Like, I don't understand how Jeff Collins still has a job. Uh, I'm looking it up real quick. Which I may be going to the old Miss Georgia Tech game. I got a buddy who's a. I'm debating if I'm going next weekend or not. You have season tickets, right? Yeah. They did not play North Carolina. Maybe that was two years ago, Adam. Maybe that was 2020. I, I know for a fact last year is the scenario you're describing for the Georgia Tech Clemson. Yeah, 14-8. Yeah. Huh, maybe we got the wrong year. I think the only Alabama game I'll be able to go to is Vanderbilt, which I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sounds like a blast. I know. I mean, they are the number one ranked SEC team right now. I mean, they put up 63 Hawaii. I mean, that's no joke. I was impressed. 
they look better this year against Hawaii than UCLA did last year. And they beat LSU. Yeah, I mean, maybe I mean this coach may be saying some wild stuff, but uh, was it Clark? Was it Clark Lee? Clark was Lee or something? Clark, Clark Lee. Leon or something like that? Yeah, I think he might he might have something. You know, I mean, for for Vandy. Yeah, I mean it's a low bar. Yeah, I mean, I mean, SEC game. A lot of people predicted him to beat Missouri this year, so they're going to get a uh, conference win. There you go. In <laughs> uh, Big Ten news, uh, Jim Harbaugh came out the other day and said that uh, they're going to start McNamara game one and McCarthy game two, and then they'll name the permanent starter for game three. Sounds and like he, a good way to build confidence. Uh, he said it, it's a biblical reason is why they did it. I didn't really. I, didn't I, I saw I saw that. the story and it's it's about Solomon, but the, to me, I don't see where the comparison comes in because the story of Solomon's about two women dividing a baby in half so i mean <laughs> well there's one person that can make that connection it's Harbaugh. my thing i think this is a terrible move except for the fact that michigan has three terrible games in a row to do this yeah they didn't they, it's not a strong start for michigan i mean not at all but why not just do two qbs in different packages. I've always been a proponent of like let them each play a half. Yeah, like, I mean, I can understand one, that. Like, let them each play a half. But you know what my ultimate thing is? Why would you even tell? Why would you even tell anyone this? You can do whatever you want. You don't have to tell the media. He is a master of keeping his name in the media for whatever reason. Right. Right. I don't know. I would just kept that in house. It just doesn't seem necessary to be like, all right, we're going to start one and then the other. <laughs> I think he's still riding high from being Ohio State. No like, I can say whatever I want. He could pull a Brian Kelly and say that uh, they're going to keep a tactical advantage by not naming their quarterback until the game starts. Dude, I'm actually excited for the Brian Kelly area. You know what, man? It can't be any worse than the last two years. I think it's going to be fine. I think, I think like I said, seven and five, eight and four, we get either of those, I'm okay. To me, it seems like just judging on the recruiting that's being done at Notre Dame now, that maybe that's not his favorite thing to do. But what more I perfect I actually got into an argument with somebody on Reddit about this earlier today. Um, so, yeah, he doesn't – I'm not saying he probably doesn't love recruiting, but at LSU, they'll let you hire 30, 40 guys to handle recruiting, and you oh. just talk to the commits you want, you want – you talk to the recruits you want to talk to. But this was the other thing I was going to say, is what a perfect school for him to go to. Right. Well, we gave Ed 50 analysts because he didn't know what four verts meant. I mean, but you could put a fence around Louisiana and y'all could field a national championship. Yeah, if you, if you get like the top, like eight of the top ten in Louisiana and then get a couple players out of Texas, a couple players out of Georgia, a couple players out of Florida, I mean, that's all the LSU championship teams. That's how they were comprised except for one quarterback from Ohio. You can go and look this up. There are more top 50 players in the state of Louisiana than there are top 300 players in the state of Indiana. Yeah. So, it's, I mean. <laughs> if you need a wide receiver or a running back or a defensive back, Louisiana's got you covered. Yeah, no doubt. I don't I don't know, man. I think he'll be fine there. Like, I think everybody giving him a hard time. He's obviously a great coach. I'm not saying he's like the Dan Mullen version of recruiting. Maybe he doesn't love this much. I just don't think he's going to have to recruit that hard to get talent. 
he filled out his staff with people that really like recruiting. So yeah, haven't y'all been killing the recruiting game though? We're like number five right now. Yeah, I mean and we're gonna get a five star offensive tackle in two days, three days. Yeah, y'all are right behind us. We uh, we're ahead of Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, and on three, I know we're ahead of Notre Dame. Oh, and on three, okay, on two four seven, y'all are number seven. But I mean, you sign this tackle, you're gonna jump up to right four. Georgia just jumped to three. Right now, it's Alabama, Texas, Georgia, Notre Dame, Oklahoma. I went down a rabbit hole the other night of just looking up like NFL players that are incredible and looking back at their recruiting profiles. It's pretty interesting. Some of them like aren't even weren't even that highly projected. Well, you also got to look back to I mean, there's a lot of years, especially the early years of the recruiting services. I mean, it it was a it was a total guess. I mean, it's still an it's art. still a guess, but back then, I mean, like even the internet wasn't as big of a thing back then. I mean, like it's there was no huddle for you to like go pull up players' highlights. The only for sure thing right now is Arch Manning. One point zero, man. Dude, those highlights crack me up. Yeah, I don't know what that safety was doing on that play, but he got paid off. Somebody, was dude, just like, that's the least amount of effort I've ever seen. In my life. <laughs> and I mean, that not- guy was literally not even like a quick jog. I mean, he was basically kind of wasn't even speed walking. I mean, he could have teed off on Arch Manning. He just didn't do anything. No, 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 dude. Make a name for yourself. Be a hero. Um, and some transfer news from last year. Max Johnson is going to be the backup at AM. Uh, Zach Calzada is third string at Auburn. And uh, Eli Ricks is not starting. Third string. third string. The guy that slayed the giant. Yep. Third That's... string behind former LSU quarterback TJ Finley. Dude, I don't, I don't know who's the other quarterback at Auburn. Uh, dude, who knows? But how is Zach Calzada third string? Because he sucks. I mean, he was second string at A and M. Uh, I feel like Max Johnson's going to end up starting at A and M. Nah, they'll ride Hank. They'll, they want Haynes King to be the starter. I know they want him to be, but I just feel like I wouldn't shock me if Max Johnson transfers again. That's true too. I it's just so, feel like I just feel like Hans Keen's gonna get hurt. It could be. I mean, we don't know how durable he is. I mean, he got hurt last year. Well, I heard that he had injury problems going back into high school, but he's right, so. he's he runs a four four five, so that's like one of his big upsides. Dumb question: Is there a limit to how many times you can transfer? No, you just got to sit out a year after your first one, or be a grad transfer. I can see Miles. I can see definitely see uh, Max Johnson doing grad transfer. Yeah. Uh, other transfer news: Drew McCoy has been declared eligible, so that's good news for Tennessee. Yep, he has spent five years in college football. How long? 2019, 2020, 2021. He was, 20, he was either 2020 or 2021. He was 2019, so this is year five. He was 2019. Yeah, I looked Holy it up. Holy crap! So this is year five, and this will be the first season he's played. Basically, Jesus man, he's played like a year. game. He played like a game or two. At USC transferred to Texas, played a game or two, transferred back to USC, and I don't think he's played since. So he's he's been out of it for a minute. Uh, Auburn fired their AD. Uh, just name a game. name a more Auburn thing to do. I mean, they got to get somebody in there that's going to get rid of Brian Horson. So I did read a write up about this. 
apparently he had five months left on his contract. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And he was like, right now. yeah, he was like, all right, so give me a new contract or I'm leaving. And they're like, you can't leave, but we're not yeah. giving All right, dude, see ya. Yeah, so he quit. And they're like, no, you don't quit. We fire you. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, oh, okay. I mean, it was so bad the Tennessee AD came out. It was just trash in Auburn. I mean, that is a very Auburn move. <laughs> that is the most Auburn move I've seen. And it's an even year, so it's going to be a rough year for Auburn. I mean, you say that, but every time we play them, it's weird stuff. But, dude, there's no issue for the best team ever. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. For those that you don't know, they're referring to the uh, Alabama death trap that was leaked. <laughs> yeah, Greatest team of all time. All right. <laughs> In the drunkest moment of the weekend, internet outage at the uh, stadium in Ireland for the Nebraska Northwestern game caused them to give out free beer, and then they ran out of food. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, there's a ton of Nebraska fans there. Yeah, they were talking about how many people traveled to Ireland just to watch. That makes it there. even better. No doubt, dude. All the hope in the world, cool trip to Ireland. There's a guy who posted on their message board that he was throwing beer at the players as they were walking off the field. That's rough, but I mean – I mean, I believe it. I can too. I, I mean, Nebraska has had, had a proud, proud program for quite some time, and yeah, like back in the nineties, that was like thirty. It's thirty years ago. Almost. Oh, and I know, I know. But even when Bo Pelini was there, they kind of turned into what Texas A and M has always. Yeah, been. I mean, you're, yeah, you're right. But they were still winning nine games, nine, ten games a year, and dude, they suck. They have sucked ever since Scott Frost took over. They've sucked like three coaches before. Ever since they fired Bob Pelini, they've been terrible. What yeah. was the stat they said? If uh, Scott Frost wins the next fifty games straight, he still he still always record record Bo Pelini. Yeah, unreal. That's wild. Yeah, his his two amazing stats are that he would have to win fifty straight games, still have to, still have a worse win record, and he's five and twenty one, five and thirty overall, five and twenty one in one possession games. That's. That's awful. That's unreal. I mean, I don't he understand how he was he slammed up. He was the well, sure thing. Well, I know how he made it to this year. In a month, his contract buyout drops by like $6 million. Yeah. If he loses happens. any games, if, if, really, if he loses any games the rest of the year, he's done. Oh, uh, shoot. I mean, he, before he, October 30th, he has to – he can lose to Oklahoma. He's got to win the other four. I, like, I, no question about it. I don't think there's anything he can do to save himself besides go and defeat him. I and think I if still... Oklahoma close game and win the other four, I can see how you could ride it out for a couple more games. If they give Oklahoma a close game, I bet he gets fired on the way out because people are so sick of close games. No doubt that's true. <laughs> I didn't think about that. In other news, Brian Denny that they're going cashless. So, once Wait, again, what? ahead of the curve. Wait, what? They're not accepting cash in the stadium. Wait, Sweet, what? Where? Brian Denny. They're going cashless. I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of other shades already. What, no. what a segue. No. <laughs> well, we, were, we stopped talking about Bama for too long, so we got bored. It's true. <laughs> All right, let's get into the week uh, zero game reviews. Um, full disclosure, the only games I really watched were Northwestern, Nebraska, uh, UNC, FAMU, and some of Vandy in Hawaii. 
So my Nebraska Northwestern game got cut off at halftime, so I could watch the Falcons' freaking preseason game. Yeah, I was furious, and no one was streaming it, so I couldn't even illegally watch it. What? Dude, I, I could have hooked you up the stream easy. I was bro. Watching. The easiest thing on this planet is to Dude, find a stream to watch. Okay, well, noted for next time, but I could not find it. I just, I was pissed. Well, it's because you're searching how to stream the... No, no. <laughs> I went to Grandma's Streams. Oh, uh, Grandma's Streams is dead. You gotta go yeah, stream. no, that was like two years ago, bro. Yeah, stream used to do Grandma's Streams. I that was that. great, though. Grandma's Streams was a great time. The stream East is still the king. You know what no was They were YouTube videos. Well, okay. So here's the other thing. I, I haven't had to use that since it's been dead, and I didn't know it was dead. So, yeah, stream, stream East is the new hotness. My favorite is going on Twitch and watching the guys watch football, acting like they're playing a game. It's the best. <laughs> all right, Northwestern Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska had all the momentum until they went for the onside kick. They went for onside kick, and then they were up by 11, and no one knows why they did this. The, but that's supposedly like the one thing that Scott Frost called that entire game was the onside kick. So I read that this was the first year they had a special teams coach. Yeah, I think it's uh, a guy that was coaching at LSU like last year or two years ago. I think Bill so Bush. Just making up for lost time, just go ahead and get that onside kick. Well, then – it's also the first year he's given up play call duties and yeah. then immediately threw his offensive coordinator under the bus. Did he? Yeah. Yikes. He usually calls the plays. And then after the game, he was like, our offensive staff needs to get more creative. Uh, yeah, Bill Bush, former LSU coach, is the special teams coordinator at Nebraska. I still feel like that that call comes from the head coach. So, so oh. no, he said he called it. But, yeah, like, yeah. it's one of those, even if it works – I would still be like, that was so stupid. Like, it wasn't even one of those that I could see both ways. Well, the way they started playing in the second half, I think they get it, and I don't even know if it matters. Dude, I mean, they look. I mean, they didn't look great in the first – well, the offense looked really good in the first half. The defense <laughs> – the defense looked the same as it did last year in that some drives they look really good, and then other drives they just look clueless. Yeah, it, I don't understand it. It makes no sense. So, yeah, Nebraska goes on to lose to Northwestern in Ireland. And a large contingent of Nebraska fans traveled all the way there to watch that embarrassment happen. Yeah. And Northwestern's coaches were just – they were just ripping on Nebraska, too. Oh, they took full advantage of it. <laughs> the whole line coach was just like, hey, we only threw it four times for that. Yeah. Uh, in the game, I didn't really watch. UConn was up fourteen nothing in Utah State at one point, but they lose thirty-one to twenty. Yeah, I, I didn't really think UConn was going to win, but hey, good Jim Mora, great teams cover. Jim Mora, man, he's going to do good things at UConn. I think they're going to cover a lot of spreads this year. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Do you uh, think after the year they had, they get in the locker room and they're like, "Guys, they can't. at least you covered." <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's probably thinking it. Might as well just say it out loud. I can't imagine anybody says it, but man, what a speech. Hey, we covered, guys. Uh, I did not see this Illinois-Wyoming game. I didn't see it either. But, ooh, Wyoming. 
I just put the games that we talked about last week on here just so we could at least read the scores. I just yeah. think the Nebraska-Northwestern was the perfect game to start the season. Oh, it was oh, – I mean, you could have picked a better game. You had the storyline of Nebraska and it, it just delivered. Yeah, it couldn't have went much worse for Nebraska, though. I mean, to, to lose by one possession again, seven in a row. And I, I do think they were the better team. I mean, physically <laughs> – you know yeah. what screwed them is that tight end got hurt and the backup tight end couldn't catch a cold. Yeah. Once yeah. that tight end got hurt, their offense died. I, I just feel like I, I realize he's an alumni and he's he's a player that the, the Nebraska fan base loves, but you have got to get someone else. I'd be I would be beating down Mark Stoops' door. I don't think Stoops would go there. Why would you leave the SEC? I know he's got a kind of a sweet gig at Kentucky because they're never going to run him off at the way he's no. going. He could go five and seven next year and they're like, all right, just a bad year. Yeah, I mean, you're right. And with the transfer portal, he's probably never going to go five and seven. Yeah, that's true. He'll probably be He'll just seven, eight wins. Players get all kicked off for smoking too much weed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would still be throwing all the money at him just to see because I don't know who else you could get without just going to somebody. Urban Meyer. I, I have seen Urban Meyer. Just throw the gasoline on the cornfield. That's a selling your soul to the devil type situation right there. I don't yeah. know. If it's, I don't know if it's worth it. Everywhere he goes, man, they win. Oh, dude. It's just broken hearts and ashes. Yeah. I mean, but he will leave. And a couple of arrests. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's more arrests than others. No doubt. Uh, moving along, uh, I called this one, North Texas beats UTEP. Yep, you did. You did. I picked UTEP. Off, off to a hot start, Jared. Yeah, you're doing real good, man. You're uh, you're continuing your championship ways. Well, I did say Hawaii was going to win, so. I also picked Hawaii. I did not. And no, you to be fair. Bandy. I picked Hawaii. Wait, did we pick Bandy? Yeah, you both picked Bandy. I picked Hawaii. I did just... you finally jump on the uh, sports betting bandwagon? No, I haven't done it yet. I may do it this weekend. There's a lot of games that intrigue me. This I think week. your first bet's got to be on LSU. No doubt. The spread's only like three, so. Yeah, what could it hurt, right? Hey, I have to give it to Vandy, though. I thought that game was going to be super close. And they they were down 10 nothing early, and they just came storming back. Vandy three years ago would have caved. I sent, I don't know if it was y'all, I sent somebody a message. It was just like, ooh, Vandy about to get crushed. They did not look good. No, but then they put it together. They, they've did, got Colin Bills. Wasn't it like two or three years ago they beat Ole Miss? Uh, well, yeah, they beat Georgia in 2016. I'm pretty sure they beat Ole Miss one year. They beat a lot of teams. They just can't do it in the same I season. Think it's been a while since they beat us. But... It's been a while since y'all played them, though, right? No, we played them in 2018. Okay. And we played them again in 2020, actually. Oh, did you? Yeah, we almost lost that game. That was like the one uh, good game of John Emery's career. He had like over 100 rushing yards and two touchdowns. Um, That Walker Howard guy is on campus, right? Yeah, he was early enrolling. How does he look? Like a freshman. He's not going to start. Unless Brian Kelly fooled us all. Well, I heard Brian Kelly give an interview today where he was just like, like he's doing great things, but he's just too young. Like he's yeah, I mean, he's just freshman. Yeah. yeah, 
I mean, so. if, unless you have like a general, I mean, even Tua didn't start in Alabama when he first got there. Yeah. Yeah, a true freshman starting at QB is a pretty rare. In the game. SEC especially, that's a tough ask. I mean, who was the last time? I mean, Jake Fromm did it, but I mean. Who was the last one that was successful? I mean. I mean, even Johnny Menzel was a retro freshman. Yeah. Uh, Shit, I can't think of one. Did Jake Fromm have a really good year his first year? Who? Uh, the dude from Tennessee. Garantano. Uh, Oh, Garantano? No, man. He was trash for minute one. <laughs> I don't know if he, had, if he, like, regressed. He did get worse. He threw a lot more picks. He went from, didn't he go from Butch Jones to Jeremy Pruitt? Was he there? <sighs> yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, talking about two great coaches. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the only one that I know of is Jake Fromm started because of an injury as a freshman. And he did pretty good, but he never got any better. He actually ended up getting worse. I think when Ryan Perlou got kicked off the team, I want to say both Jarrett Lee and Jordan Jefferson started as freshmen. Really? I think they both started that year. But, yeah, I don't know of any other, like, freshman QBs that had very success right out the rip. Not I legitimately can't think of one. Even, even, even Tebow sat behind league. Yeah, Tebow sat behind league. Uh, I was going to say Trevor Lawrence sat behind – well, I mean, he – I mean, that's a, that's probably a good one. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, I mean, yeah, well, I mean, he sat in a couple of games, but it wasn't that's, like – And that's like, ACC, but it's still Clemson. Yeah. I mean, still, yeah. That's, I mean, they want to change. Kelly, was it Kelly Bryant? He sat behind for a few games, but he ended up starting. Yeah, I think he transferred. Uh, it's, it's impossible to keep up with players nowadays. Um, UNC beats FAMU. FAMU played pretty hard. Um, UNC didn't look great, if I'm being honest. Yeah, their offense looks like it always has. It's just going to put up a bunch of rushing points and passing. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, yeah, they they don't – I don't think they're going to have a good year. And they, I think they, their best cornerback – I know well, their second best cornerback at her, not Storm <laughs> Duck, the other guy. Oh, that's not good. I can't remember um, – what's that guy's name? Uh, I have no idea. Tony Grimes. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, they could be without their best wide receiver and their top or their second cornerback for the Appalachian State game. Yeah. And what's the spread on that one? I don't want to write off Appalachian State ever after the Michigan <laughs> debacle. You can never count them out, man. Yeah. I mean, Georgia almost lost to Georgia Southern one year, like in recent history. Uh, moving on to the week one previews, a lot of really, really good games. Uh, we're going to start with the pick games. Uh, Michigan is a 27-and-a-half-point favorite against Colorado State. Yeah, so this is McNamara's first start. Right. <laughs> um, do you think if Michigan's unable to cover that that's going to be damaging towards McNamara, even if he has a good game? I don't know. It depends how it looks. I mean, if they play ball control and play – Michigan football, basically. I mean, our traditional Big Ten football, I could easily see them not winning by 28. I could see them winning by, like, 24, though. Yeah, I could see that as well. I don't feel like – I almost wonder if this is, like, a ceremonious, like, here's your last start, Cade. We're, we're giving this to JJ after week two. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I, I mean, Michigan's going to 
blow the doors off Colorado State. They haven't been good in a long while. Or they better. They better. Uh, I also have picked Michigan. So <laughs> one thing that we've done this year that's different is uh, we're going to let NCAA 14 pick for the podcast. Uh, and their results are pretty wild. They have – not only do they have Colorado State covering, they have Colorado State winning outright. Love it. Wow. 26, really? 21. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have the Rams taking it to Michigan at home. Oh, my God. What is that? game. If that plays yeah, out, what if NCAA there? nails all of them? Well, yeah, yeah. It's, well, if, if NCAA nails all of them, we're all getting in, in the game like real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let it go on a hot streak. <laughs> all right, uh, one of the marquee matchups: Oregon is playing uh, Georgia. Uh, Georgia is a seventeen and a half point favorite. Um, I got Georgia covering. I think Georgia should cover. <sighs> Yeah, I never know, man. I've been hearing for 10 years that this is the year Georgia's offense is going to take off. Wait, is Stetson starting? <laughs> Not a yet. No, nah, dude, they're going to start uh, Gunner Stockton. If Stockton starts, they cover. Dude, they're starting Stetson Bennett. He's the, he's the starting QB. Uh, I'm actually going to take Oregon in the points. Are you? You're going to take Oregon to cover the points? I am. And uh, NCAA 14 has Georgia winning 44 to nothing. Yeah, that's much like I actually won. <laughs> this is literally the only game that, like, the result actually kind of makes sense. <laughs> Everything else is just out there. This is one of those games, though, that I feel like uh, UGA is just a bad matchup for Oregon. And most likely their starting quarterback is Bo Nix, who has probably his worst game consistently against Georgia. I agree. My one thing is, aren't you basically starting to brand new running back? No. No. Who's starting? Uh, Kenny McIntosh. How many rushes did he have last year? Uh, about the same as the other two. As James Cook and Zamir right. White. Okay. It, it was a three-back committee last year. So, um, Kendall Milton, who's often been injured, is going to be playing. And then you're going to have Dejuan Edwards, who is like a kind of a mini clone. Oh, I'm have Edwards, the, the like, guy with the uh, gigantic thighs. Now, Branson Robinson's in there. I don't know how much playing time he's going to get, though. That dude's humongous. He is. He is huge. I don't know who's bigger, that guy or Bama's uh, freshman middle linebacker. <laughs> it's hard to say. Black Blackshear. Yeah, Blackshear is crazy big. That's two, that's two giant dudes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I could see. It's weird, man. I guess I've just been like, a Georgia fan for so long. Like, if they were to lose this game, I'd be like, I am not surprised. But if they blow Oregon out by 44 points, I'd be like, I am not surprised either. Real swing game for you, huh? Georgia should just beat the crap out of Oregon. They should. They should have won the SEC championship. They should. Yeah, well. Not every day you go up against a magician, though, Jerry. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Saturday, y'all got to play a magician. Now he's wearing green. Uh, yeah. uh, Utah versus Oklahoma. Oklahoma is a 32.5 point favorite. I'm going to take UTEP to cover, but Oklahoma to win. I've, I think I'm actually going to switch to UTEP to you. I think they cover 32.5. Uh, yeah. I I just don't really have a whole lot of faith in Oklahoma like a lot of people do. and I, It's a whole new coaching staff. I'm just not sure. Dylan Gabriel. I, don't think they, I mean, Dylan Gabriel's 
good, but I don't know if he's... Well, I mean, it's, it's UTEP. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I mean, UTEP got blown out by North Texas. Yeah. But I'll take Oklahoma. Oklahoma. UTEP, UTEP to cover. All right, uh, Instable has Oklahoma winning a nail-biter 28-27. to 27. Okay, so UTEP... <laughs> UTEP covering seems to be the right move. No doubt, no doubt. Adam, what do you got? You say Oklahoma? I'll go Oklahoma. Right, I chose you... NCAA over myself. Okay. So you well, NCAA see. had them barely winning, not covering 32 and a half. I'll go with Oklahoma. Okay. All you realize right, so... you do have to like actually go in and like, make these picks, right? I don't know. Yeah, business. for sure. Okay. He's not going <laughs> to do it. No. Um, BYU is a 12 and a half point favorite on the road at USF. You got that? I think so. Unless it's a neutral site game. Who you got, Jared? Uh, I'm going to take. You take the old uh, men? Yeah, I'm going to take the old men, but I, I, I think again, I'm going to take USF to, to cover. To cover the 12 and a half. Yeah, I don't think BYU is going to blow them out. Uh, I'm taking BYU. You're just going to take them straight up? Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to find where the game is, but I can't see it. Who you got, Adam? I'll go USF. All right. NCAA 14 has BYU winning 17 to 10. So, again. You, you're following you're following the NCAA 14. All right. Um, yeah, this, Rice is versus, South, this is at South Florida. Re, that's wild. Um, Rice versus USC. USC is a 34 and a half point favorite. I'm gonna go ahead and take USC USC to cover. I am too. I just don't think you got to beat food, and you got to beat food big. <laughs> I'm kind of excited to see USC play. Okay, so you're taking USC. Yeah. NCAA has it uh, USC 31, Rice 21, ten point win for the Spartans. Mm, for Trojans, Trojans. Sorry. That is not a good look. We, I'm telling you, dude. Like the only game that went how it was supposed to go was Georgia Oregon. The rest of them were crapshoots. So one of two things is going to happen. <laughs> no doubt. There's yeah. another pretty wild upset coming up here soon. Uh, Miami of Ohio is playing, uh, traveling to Kentucky. Kentucky is a 20-and-a-half-point favorite. So I'm actually going to take Miami of Ohio to cover. I'll take Kentucky to win. But really? I don't think Will Levis is going to have the success he had last year because he does not have a Wondell Robinson. I think Wondell Robinson made him look a lot better than he actually is. Okay, valid, valid. Adam, who you got? Well, I, I thought this was Miami my with my starting no, quarterback. <laughs> um, I'll go Kentucky. Okay. Uh, I'm also taking Kentucky. But, Jared, you're going to really enjoy this. NCAA 14 has Miami winning the game outright 17-14. What? <laughs> That's... That would just the NCAA results are going to be wild. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing that. <laughs> I don't see Miami of Ohio beating Kentucky. The offensive and defensive line of Kentucky is just too big. If Miami of Ohio beats Kentucky, I'm going all in on the 14 Sims, and I'm, that's all my bets. Yeah, one big parlay sure. every week for sure. <laughs> um. And probably the biggest game of the weekend, Notre Dame is going to play Ohio State. Ohio State is a 14-and-a-half-point favorite. I'll just smash OSU to cover, just smash the over. <laughs> yeah, I feel I'm like OSU is going to run all over Notre Dame. I, yeah, I would love Notre Dame to win this game. I mean, it's in the shoe, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's at, yeah. Yeah. It's at uh, Ohio State. Oh, OSU has to destroy Notre Dame. I don't yeah. see it going any other way. I'm taking Ohio State as well. Adam, who you got? You taking Notre Dame? I'll take Notre Dame. I feel like this is one of those games. It's a big game, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but you've got an experienced quarterback going against quarterbacks making his first start. Yeah, but I'm talking about for the season. Like, whoever loses, it's not like your season's over. Uh, well, for Notre Dame, I feel like it is. Yeah, that's going to end your season. They just don't have a, the, the schedule. I mean, this uh, awesome. they have a couple other good games, but yeah, I mean, you really need this. If one. they lose this one in Ohio State, drops a game, they're not giving over Ohio State. Yeah. Um, Utah quality State. Loss, Wait, what? I said quality, quality loss. Quality loss, dude. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but Alabama players' favorite two words. <laughs> uh, Utah State versus Bama. Bama is favored by thirty-eight and a half. It just seems like a steep margin, but I guess I'll take Bama to cover. I just don't know. Because right, we, we, we'll have lot. our third string in by the third quarter. Um, <laughs> shit, man. I'm. Gonna, I guess I'm gonna take Alabama. Yeah. And that's a lot. That's a lot of points, but I'm going to stick with Bama to cover. Um, NCAA 14 has Alabama winning 27 to 16. Not a great <laughs> day for offense. <laughs> that's wild. Oh, you're yeah, you're really going to like that. <laughs> I love it already. Uh, <laughs> Los Angeles Monroe Warhawks are going playing at Texas. They are a 39 and a half point underdog. Um. I'll take Texas to win, but I'll take L.A. Monroe. I'm also going with the Hollywood Warhawks. Los Angeles Monroe. <laughs> oh All right, God. y'all ready for this? Yeah. NCAA 14 has ULM winning 21 to seven. Oh my God! Really? Yep. 21 to seven against the Longhorns. Dude, this Hollywood hey, Warhawks, man. Hey, Quinn Ewers is starting. This is totally. It could happen. I'm kind of yeah. excited to see him play. I, I, I am too, but it, I don't know if it's going to be good or not. Yeah, I'm getting some major Tate Martell vibes off this kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's a great comparison. Last, yeah, last game of the pick: I'm Kent State versus Washington. Washington is a 21 and a half point favorite. I'll take I'm Washington. Not, I'm going to take Kent State. I'm taking Kent State as well. Well, uh, fine. NCAA 14 has it 30, Washington 34, Kent State 27. Oof, it's a close game. They covered. Yeah. All right, some non-picking games. Oklahoma State, 20-and-a-half-point favorite against Central Michigan. Didn't Central Michigan beat Oklahoma State like three or four years or like five or six years ago or something like that? They did. That was that crazy um, – I think – I want to say it was like a hook-and-ladder type play. Oh, hook yeah, that's about right. Hook-and-ladder. Hook-and-lateral. Hook and ladder? Uh, yeah, hook and ladder. I thought it was like, hook and ladder. Uh, no, it's, it's hook and lateral. Is it hook and ladder? I think no, it's hook and ladder. I think it can go either way. Okay, well, either way, that's what happened. But I don't think it was a design play. I think the guy just caught it and tossed it to his buddy. I know. Um, I'm going to take Oklahoma State. I'm going to take Oklahoma State as well. As you know, I have them in the playoffs, so got to ride. Yeah. I love Oklahoma State. I have it abundantly clear throughout the episodes you've been on. Uh, yeah, Back I'm gonna take all. West I'm Virginia. Gonna... You taking Oklahoma State? Yeah, I'm gonna take them to cover as well. 
Okay. Uh, West Virginia versus Pitt. Uh, Pitt's a seven and a half point favorite. I'm going to take the uh, West Virginia fight in JT Daniels. Uh, Pitt's here. <laughs> it's always. I'm going to go West Virginia, just rough and rowdy shout out. Yeah, the, the greatest boxing event of all time. Yeah, I just think Ken and Slow, they haven't named a starter yet, which that seems to be the trend this year. A lot of teams aren't doing that. Yeah, it's a weird new thing they just kind of started. Well, they're not naming their starter, and like Texas isn't even putting out a depth chart, period, <laughs> which is a saving move all day long. No doubt. Um, but yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna pick West Virginia here. Um, I'm surprised this game wasn't on the pick Penn State versus Purdue. Uh, Penn State is a three-and-a-half point favorite. I'm picking Purdue. This is at Purdue. It's at Purdue. The only thing that scares me is Penn State's not ranked. I'm going to stick with Purdue, but you're probably going to end up being right on this. I mean, I'm picking just full disclosure, I'm picking Purdue as well, but it does scare me that Penn State's not ranked. Yeah. I mean, Penn State is probably going to end up being the Auburn of the Big Ten. I'm going to go Penn State. Okay. Um,. Cincinnati versus Arkansas. Arkansas is a six-point favorite. I'm going to take Archie to cover. I am too. I mean, this is in Arkansas. Cincinnati lost so much. Arkansas is bringing back so much. This cover doesn't – I mean, this point spread doesn't seem right to me. It seems like it should be more, like 13 and a half. Uh, at least a two-touchdown yeah. to, me, to me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean yeah, – I'm going to take Arkansas. Yeah, I, yeah I'm, 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 I'm I'll take Arkansas as well. Um, Utah is a three-point favorite heading into Florida. I'm taking Utah. I'm taking Utah as well. I, I think Utah is going to beat Florida. I think they do too. Uh, I'm going to take Florida. You going with Sun Belt Billy? Yep. Sun Belt Billy. Slow uh, but steady. <laughs> I just don't. I think Florida's a year away at least. Yeah, I think they're going to have a bad year this year. Their, their roster got worse, and they didn't really bring a lot of transfers in. Yeah. Um, they're good on the recruiting trail, but they, yeah, they get. Yeah, yeah, I think this year's gonna be rough, but they'll be fine. Florida State's heading to New Orleans to play LSU. LSU's a three-point favorite. Uh, I'm, yeah, obviously, I'm taking the Tigers here. I'm gonna take the Tigers to cover. I, I think Florida State's coming in to Death Valley. I think Florida State's gonna get. No, the game's in New Orleans, it's not in Death Valley. Oh, it's a neutral site. Yeah, but I mean, New Orleans is basically Death Valley with a dome. Yeah, I mean, that's the same for Atlanta, uh, for Georgia. I, I still think LSU is going to probably – they're probably going to ruin Florida State's day. Yeah, I might actually see how much tickets are. I may drive down there Saturday. Yeah, if I tickets will. are cheap, I might I might go. Um, Clemson is a 21.5-point favorite at Georgia Tech. Oh, I'm going to – I'm going to – have faith in DJU and go ahead and say Clemson's going to win and cover. Yeah, I think Georgia Tech's really bad. Yeah, I mean, they are bad. And they got worse. Their best players went to Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, okay, that's pretty much it. Adam, who are you taking? Clemson or Did anyone Tech? have Clemson in the playoff? Uh, I did, but I took them out. I think you did, too. I had them. I got them as a bounce back gear. I'll go okay. Clemson. All right. Um, no NCAA 24 news this week. Um, some NCAA 14 news. Adam has actually been playing his game this entire recording. Boys, uh, I am in the fight of my life. <laughs> he is currently down 20 to 17 to Texas A&M. There's 42, 42 seconds, seconds left. left. He has Boy. benched Bryce Young for Jalen. I don't. Leroy. How do I sub him in? 
Oh no. He hurt? I, I don't know. Good He's report? been out the whole game. Injury report? I, shit. Right, oh, yeah. oh, we get out for the game. So Jalen Monroe is is the band of savior right now. Uh, this, We're gonna get some this, live commentary then. Yeah, Jared, if you want to jump I'm, on the computer, you can watch this too. Okay, I'm jumping in. I mean, I just converted a crucial fourth down. <laughs> Late, not a whole lot of time left on the play clock. Coming out here in the five wide. All right, buddy, quit. Milro drops back, scans the field, drops a deep. <gasps> oh no. no. Oh, I think I'm getting, I'm getting reverb. That's all right. Yeah, just this is temporary. Yeah. All right, boys. Back in the twenty thirty nine. At least got a field goal. I like my chances in overtime. <laughs> oh. uh, you can turn over right here, man. You need to. I just, got burden over the center. You need to win it. Oh, you were. That is the Adam special right there. Just don't fumble. Thirty right, seconds. Don't do Thirty seconds stupid. left. Alabama still got one timeout. Did you call it? Okay, you did. My clock management skills are terrible. Well, it doesn't help when you have no sound. It's okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's it's see. Good old tight end cross, Jared. I, I the like bread and one butter. On one. The bread and butter. Oh, oh you. Back fourth oh, and no. 17. Clock is running. The one timeout left. Does he take it? This is, this is a 30-40 yard field goal right here. Oh, you got no choice. You gotta kick. You gotta kick it. I gotta kick. I like my chances in overtime. I'd let that clock just let it run. I know. <laughs> Whoops. My hands are sweaty. I mean, this is this is big time right here. They've got all three timeouts left, so they're probably gonna ice you. Do they ice you in this game? Oh yeah. There is five seconds. Oh, oh! I dude, I actually clicked Y, thinking that was timeout. That would have been terrible. <laughs> Forty-six yarder. Oh, there's there's the timeout. There's a timeout from Jimbo. I don't feel good about this. Oh, wait, wait, wait! What's going on? You got, you got ice. You got ice, bro. Wait, 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 wait! <laughs> there's nothing you I, can do. You got ice, dude. I don't dude. know where I've looked. You got ice, my guy. You got ice. You got to make this. What does that mean? You got ice, Adam. <laughs> I, I don't know where I'm kicking it. I think Sounds like a personal problem. Oh, you missed oh, it's it. It's short. It's short. Texas A&M's well, going to win the football go. game. Texas A&M's going to win the football game. Oh, no. Final. From College Station, Texas A&M 20, Alabama 17. Number one, Hezbollah. Tough, Adam. Tough. Oh. Hey, you played in the ESPN Classic. What just happened? You lost. You got ice, my No, dude. no, no. You got ice. I get, I, I'll take away the home field advantage thing, but you're going to have to play with the ice feature. So it, it doesn't allow you to, to have the view. I know, I I know that Jared. I can see that. <laughs> I mean, uh, if I would have known that, I would have never kicked a field goal. I mean, you would have right. been the same. Let's, game with. let's talk. Uh, let's get to random topics. Let's talk Game of Thrones. Well, actually, let's go in the back in the dynasty. Jared and I both won our games last week. Adam had a bye. Uh, Adam obviously just lost his game for this week. Um, I don't know who Jared and I are playing. 
Uh, I think I'm playing. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think I have a big game, though. <sighs> back out. That's tough, man. I'll watch like that whole game, by the way. That one hurt. Uh, yeah. I thought you put Milrow in on purpose. I didn't realize Bryce got hurt. No, he must have got hurt early. I got to uh, play Notre Dame. He's got Notre Dame, and I've got uh, Florida State. All right, boys. Well, uh, Dame that's already gets some nice hype. I'm disconnecting. Um, All right, uh, so let's talk Game of Thrones. Uh, we're probably should we just limit it to the first episode? Jerry, did you watch either episode? No, man, no, I didn't. Sounds about right. Y'all, y'all go ahead. All right, Adam, what do you think? Uh, ten out of ten. Loved it. I thought the second episode was a little slower, but I think they needed the slower episode. The first episode, it's been really solid so far. For a prequel, where you know kind of how everything's going to turn out and stuff, I'm still in. I mean, they changed some stuff. Like, I know you've never, like, read any of the books. I have not. Um, the King's Daughter and the Hand's Daughter are not supposed to be the same age. The King's Daughter is supposed to be, like, nine. And then the girl that plays the Hand, the Hand's Daughter is, like, 16. And then the King's, like, 29. Oh, well, that, that kind of makes it less creepy. It does make it significantly less creepy. <laughs> I mean, the 12-year-old thing is still really, really creepy. The, the scene in the uh, second episode was real creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I uh, looked on Reddit. He's like 40 in the TV show. I looked on Reddit, and like the first comment was like, I was just waiting for like Chris Hansen to like step out of the bush. I'm in, though. Um, I think it's great. I think we're going to start off next week with the dragon attack. That's going to be sick. They've, they've stepped up the dragon game. The, the they got the budget for it. They didn't have the budget for it in the first show. It's already been renewed for season two, too. I mean, you knew it was coming. Yeah. I mean, it's been solid so far. I got nothing to complain about. Um, I, I need to learn about like the different houses because I'm not sure. So the uh, high like, towers, the the hand. Right. They, you know, um, the reach where the Tyrells were for the like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The High Towers used to rule that portion of Westeros, but they were the most like loyal to the Targaryens. So whenever Robert won the rebellion, they basically got wiped out. Okay. Who's the, the guy? What, what's the guy that who's like talking about like the shipping lanes? Oh, so in the TV show, I mean in the books, they're the only other survivors from the original Valyria, but they're not dragon riders. It's the only real difference is in the books they're not black, but that's really the only difference. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, I think it's been great so far. I've been rewatching Game of Thrones while I work out. I uh, I rewatched Breaking Bad, um, and then I'm now on Better Call Saul. And Better Call Saul is phenomenal. I could never get into Breaking Bad. Just didn't do it for me. I don't know. I why. don't. I, I don't even think that's. I, I don't think anyone in the planet shares that. I watched like four view. seasons. It's like two or three seasons of it. And I was like, you know, it's just it's just not really. Yeah. I mean, I gave it a fair shot. Yeah, I mean, two seasons. If it didn't get you by two seasons, you're done. Yeah, it just really didn't. Um, I've been watching uh, Harley Quinn on HBO Max. It's an animated show, but it's very much for adults. Do not let your children watch that show. Oh. <laughs> um, but it, it's been pretty funny. Uh, do anybody watch uh, What We Do in the Shadows? Uh, Love that. Yeah. Greatest I, show. I'm on season four. <laughs> I'm up to date. I'm up to date the most current episode. I'm on like the 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 baby Colin Robinson. The most recent episode might be the best episode they've ever had. 
That's phenomenal. Like it's, it's hilarious. It's so good. Yeah. Who's your favorite character? I, I, my favorite character is uh, the guy. The, he plays the character. What's his name? Um, the the bartender. When he goes and he's like all of oh, like uh, uh, Joey Daytona or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my favorite episode. <laughs> he was really good at the girls' volleyball. Oh yeah, he's the best character. Carl Robinson's solid. It's a, it's a great show. Hold on. Jackie Daytona. Jackie Daytona. <laughs> yeah. Um, anybody have any recommendations for Stetson Bennett versus the world this week? Uh, Stetson Bennett or Casey Thompson? Stetson Bennett. <laughs> uh, Stetson Bennett or Ryan Helsinki? Stetson Bennett. Okay. Um, Who's Vandy's quarterback? Stetson Bennett or Vandy's quarterback? Stetson Bennett. <laughs> he put up 63, Jared. You laughed. Dude, dude, the second coming of Colin Kaepernick. Dude, he runs just like him. Uh, Who would you rather have, Quinn Ears or uh, Stetson Bennett? Stetson Bennett. Okay. Uh, Who would you rather have, Brock Vandegrift or Stetson Bennett? <laughs> I'll take them both. <laughs> no, you got to pick one. Uh, Stetson Bennett. Okay. Brady. Well, that's not what you're doing. That's not what you're doing in NCAA. So. No, I'm rocking Stetson the rest of the way. Brady well, Quinn or Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett. Jamarcus Russell in 2004 or Stetson Bennett. Jamarcus Russell in 2004, just because he could just throw. Before the call serve got him. Yeah. <laughs> no playbook. No playbook. <laughs> just let him throw it. Uh, uh, I don't think I have any else. Okay, so I did this one. Did anybody see College Game Day? I saw what you're talking about. Um, I I really like Lee Corso being out there, but he's 87. He's had a stroke, right? But dude, he doesn't know what's going on. Dude, they got it. They got it. this guy. He has got no idea what he's life. saying. This has to be the last year. I hate it, but it has to be the last year. I don't think you should do another week. I, I don't either, but they're gonna they're gonna roll him out all season. They're they're like one year away from like Tom Rinaldi doing a special on him. <laughs> I mean, I hate it. Can man. you imagine how a... weird it must be to have like all these people that you obviously don't know just at your house like partying in the background where you're supposed to be like picking football games? <laughs> Isn't that weird? Anybody else? Uh, that is odd. I feel like game day has kind of like lost its luster a little bit. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I think it's just time to move on from. Corso, though. Who would, you, who, who would you replace Corso with? I mean, well, before all the creepy stuff came out, I would have said Les Miles. Yeah. I think Les would have been perfect if it wasn't for you know, him being a scumbag. Somebody go get Rich Rod. <laughs> uh, Urban Meyer. No. <laughs> uh, he's Mac Brown when he retires. I was going to say, as soon as... Uh... Narduzzi retires. Yeah, no, no, that'd be great. That's first, yeah. first website I hit, the top five. Peyton Manning, not going to do it. Lane no. Giffen, coaching. Ed Orgeron made the list. Um, that would be electric. That would be tight. Yeah. Jimmy Johnson, he won't do it. And no. Ricky Williams. All right, well, Ricky Edo Williams is stoned out of his mind 24-7. So. Edo is the winner of that. Who's more lucid, a stoned Ricky Williams or a non-stoned Lee Corso? I mean, close call right there. There's a Reddit. There's a Reddit thread that said, "Who will replace Lee Corso when he retires?" But the Reddit thread's from 2013. 
Dude, what if they just roll Lou Holtz back out there? Dude, there's, I mean, could you imagine a TV show hosted by Lee Corso and Lou Holtz? Somebody said Bill Murray. He won't do it. Uh, Bill, no. Bill Murray, too, man. I wouldn't. I wouldn't like. I wouldn't like it. Somebody said Steve. Be like when they put uh, Dennis Miller in the Monday Night Football booth. Dude, he was terrible. He was the worst. I just could not. Yeah, Lou Holtz is 85, so technically he is younger than Lee Corso. Jesus. Dude, what about Manti Teo? Redemption toy. (laughs) Can can we watch it without feeling bad? I know. I I don't think I can ever look at him and feel bad for him. Uh, It's not even feeling bad for him. It's just that I feel bad for about me. (laughs) What have I done? Uh, Who else could have played Corso? Uh, I'm trying to think of like former coaches. Pat Frost. <laughs> I mean, he's fixing to have an opening. Um, I don't really know. <laughs> so here's an updated five names. Troy Aikman. Why would Troy Aikman take it? So Jesse Palmer was one. It's not the worst. Bruce Felon, Feldman, Colin Cowherd. I would shoot myself. Joel Klatt would be a solid. I would take Joel Klatt. Uh, he's too busy sucking off the Big Ten. That's true, but I mean. What about Saban when he retires? Dude, what about Brent Saban Mus- retires when they have to carry his ass off the field on a stretcher. Dude, what about Brent Musburger? Saban, <laughs> I mean, he doesn't look like, I mean, what is he now, seven years old? Dude, because he does an immaculate job dyeing his hair. <laughs> he looks about 60 to me. As soon as Mike Leach gets fired. Just throw Mike Leach in. Dude, Mike Leach would be electric. Mike Leach <laughs> and Ricky Williams. Get them both. <laughs> be talking about freaking space. You start game day like 6 o'clock in the morning. Just let those two roll for like the first four hours. And then everybody else joins later. There you go. Instant ratings. Can't believe I just lost to Texas and A&M. I can. You didn't even lose to Zach Calzada. I know. I gave up some big plays. There were some blown coverages all over the place. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, Jared, I'm assuming you put this on here, the 2017 coaching carousel. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, did anybody see this? I looked at it earlier. So, <laughs> Scott Frost was pretty much the consensus number one pick. Yeah. Yeah, so – and then – Kevin Sumlin also made this list, but he kind of got let go, I guess. He okay. ended up on this list after the fact. So so the top five are Scott Frost, Chip Kelly, Dan Mullen, Jimbo Fisher, and Joe, well, Joe Moorhead and Willie Taggart retired, or tied. Yeah. And out of all of those, only Jimbo Fisher is not in danger of being fired. <laughs> Uh, Chip Kelly's probably okay. I mean, he, him and Prue, I mean, him and Cristobal are the only two in the top ten that aren't fired. Yeah, or, or on the hot seat. Well, I was gonna say if you count it up, I think there's only there's only like seven coaches out of twenty one that haven't been fired or have left their original schools. One, that. two, three, four. It's five. Well, I guess hot seat ones count too. Yeah, I mean, but Scott Frost, this is it for him. 
he's he's I think Chip Kelly's probably fine. I was gonna say I don't think he's on the hot seat. I think he's fine. If they're gonna make a move, it's gonna be when they move to the Big Ten. Yeah, I don't know why he would though. He seems to be like five this program term. He hates recruiting with an undying passion. Oh, well then there you go. That may get him fired. I don't even know who Mike Bloomgren is. I don't either. I don't know where he's at. Or Dana Dimmel. Or Sean Lewis. But all the coaches that got hired. <laughs> Herm Edwards still has a job. I forgot about that. He's head coach at Rice. Yeah. Is he? Mike so Bloomgren. So Sonny Dykes, didn't he get hired at uh, TCU this he's year? He's the new TCU head coach, yeah. Yeah, so he's moved on. Billy Napier's in Florida. Heifel's at Tennessee. Chris Ball's at Miami. Scott Frost will be fired. Chip Kelly's probably fine for the time being. Dan Mullen is doing whatever. Super fired. Super fired. Jimbo Fisher is at uh, A&M still. He's an investor in the uh, Edward Geron, Miles Brennan, and Fishing Charters. <laughs> so Coach not coaching at all this year? Huh? Coach O's not coaching at all this year? No, I mean he. By from everything it looks like, he's going to end up in Miami. His kid got hired as an analyst at Miami, and he's been at like all of their practices. Love it, dude. Miami's perfect for him. It's just a. I know. It's a more Spanish destiny. He'll fit right in, just like the good old days. Uh, all right, anybody got anything else? That's really all I could think of. I just found that coaching carousel fascinating considering how many of those guys absolutely flopped. I mean, that is that is a very low success rate. That is a very low success rate. Yeah. All right. Well, we got – everybody's got a game this weekend, so enjoy. I feel like that first game, the Nebraska-Northwestern game, just kind of – was great, but like I feel like this first weekend's like when it really starts. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. you got Oregon UGA huge matchup, Notre Dame Ohio State huge matchup. I mean LSU. I mean Utah Florida and LSU Florida State aren't gigantic matchups. They're still pretty big games. West Virginia versus Pitt. That's gonna be a good one. Cincy Arkansas will be a good one. It's gonna be a great weekend, guys. Yeah, I'm excited. All right, well, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, kind of a shorter episode. We'll have more to talk about next week, obviously, with the games and stuff. Um, go Tigers. All right, go dogs. <sighs> Adam, give me a gig because you just lost. Gig All right. Oh. <laughs>